We are delighted to be hosting Adam's house this morning. Thank you for those of us, those of you who are here for our senior class for the commencement. Our speaker this morning from Adam's house is David Monroe. And uh, before I forget, at the end of the service, you are invited to join us out on the patio for Men's Cafe for coffee and snacks. And now you rise as you are able. And join me in a responsive reading of Psalm number 139 in your black psalter. O Lord, you have searched me and known me.
meaning of the word, may he add his blessing to it. Then Jesus said, And then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. And then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of my brothers, you did it to me. And he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick, and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will, then they will also answer, saying, Lord, when do we see you hungry, or thirsty, or stranger, and naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? And he will answer them, saying, Truly, I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. To paraphrase the Quaker folk singer, Joan Baez, Whenever I hear these words from the Holy Book, I want to tremble. Like Baez, I know I am no different than those Jesus chastises. Every day, I walk past someone hungry on the streets of Cambridge, while I have access to a dining hall filled with food. Every day, I encounter someone in need of clothes, while I have a closet filled with them. Every day, I walk freely, while many are in prison in our very city. Never was this feeling of failure before the Lord more strong than when I first arrived here at Harvard. In high school, while I busied myself with college applications and excessive studying, my sister struggled with severe dyslexia. Ultimately, she did not walk the stage with me at our high school graduation. On my first Sunday in Cambridge, the weight of my misaligned priorities, combined with a yearning for the palm trees and casual religiosity of South Texas, humbled me. Rather than symbolizing new beginnings and the fulfillment of a lifelong aspiration, Harvard seemed to represent my fall. My failure is my sister's keeper. A week of service in Roxbury with the first year Herbert program served to enhance, not assuage, this guilt. At church that Sunday, I understood the power of prayer in a way I hadn't before. I felt a deep connection to God and was filled with the knowledge that if I turned to service, I would find a home here. The anxious flitting from one pursuit to the next was momentarily replaced with a sense of wholeness. As I approached graduation once again, I've been reflecting upon this mission. The paraphrase by Ed, taking a, self, a look at myself in prayer, let me look at others, and at Harvard differently. I have been deeply fortunate to be surrounded at Harvard by friends who dedicate their time to service, from directing homeless shelters to founding their counseling groups to providing legal aid to teaching. There are myriad of supports for the work Jesus commanded, from career advice to prayer groups to funding. There are more opportunities to serve than there are hours in a day. And indeed, I found that the home and chance to serve I felt in my prayers four years ago. Yet I still feel shame every time I open my Bible or step in these doors. The burning imperative to create change, 
I felt like working at the Harvest for a summer homeless shelter is difficult to sustain amidst problem sets and papers. Even with serving response to your counseling, or volunteering at Children's Hospital, I know I am not doing enough. And I often fail to be fully guided by the experiences of those I am serving. However, I would be doing a disservice to the guidance of the Lord and to the support provided by Harvard if, it, if I do not acknowledge that I am far more able to fulfill my duty to my neighbor today than I was four years ago. His continual forgiveness and mercy have given me the opportunity to serve in unexpected ways and try again when I inevitably fall short. I am filled with a deep sense of dread about leaving Josh and Nate, where bills and obligations will add further layers of insulation between me and my neighbor, between me and the, and the Lord. Many of us in the college will be moving on to careers where the connection between the hungry and prison and the strangers in need of a bed will not be at the forefront. Even for those of us working in public service, it will be more difficult to access these systems supporting our service. But graduation also confers the power and privilege signified by a Harvard degree. Soon, be that in a month or three years, many of us will be in a position to make systematic changes in the world, no matter our career choices. I felt deeply unsettled giving y'all advice, as I still have so much to, to learn. But if I can impart any of my experience, I urge us to always return to those with whom Jesus identified. Seek out those in need. Find ways to serve in every aspect of your life, no matter one's career be it working in an intimate partner violence shelter, under which Jesus consulted her. We can all actively seek to incorporate the viewpoints of those most affected by hardship into our work, while engaging in direct service or advocacy can do a great deal of good. It is insufficient if we do not always focus on the perspective of those we serve. Please, be open to criticism and create room for the Lord to change your life as he sees fit. Our, our service will always be imperfect and incomplete, but with God's grace, it can transform the lives of those around us. As Pastor Chip Blackshear of First Presbyterian Church of Corpus Christi, my longtime church home, always implored me, your actions may be the only Bible someone reads this week. Seniors, let our actions reflect well on the spirit of service imparted by Harvard, a mirror of those Jesus commended as we walk past these gates in one month's time. I know I will always tremble when I read this passage. I can always do more to serve those in need, to serve the Lord. But with his help, tomorrow I can feed more, one more person than I could today. Now let us pray. Lord, please help us to open our hearts to let your word transform our lives. Help us to love our neighbor, to seek out those who are suffering, and serve them. Help us to always do your will, to bring your light into the world. Help us to always remember the worship, the most recent franchise.
Myers, you are able and join me in singing hymn number 345, Morning Glory, Starlet Sun. Go in peace, go in joy, go in love.